What up, what up, what up? What's going on, y'all? This is Jared from the Land Your Lips Podcast, and this is Mr. Winston Buckley from Metarize, bringing you another episode of the Crypto Connection. Happy New Year to all of you all. Thank you for tuning in, and we got a lot of content to provide for you all today. How you doing, Winston? Man, I'm doing great in this new year, man. It's really excited. Not too excited about the market today, but it's all good. We're going to make it. Exactly, exactly. Also, like the shirt you wearing, man. Who that all day? Oh man, yeah, brother. Yeah, the same, the same about doing like the market doing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we gonna see on we gonna see on Sunday if they beat the Dirty Birds and the Forty uh, Niners lose, we in the playoffs. We in there. I, I might go to that game. Matter of fact, right? Yeah, you should since you're in the A. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should go. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Tickets cheap. Yeah. yeah, I might, I might go there. Everybody scared of Marion. <laughs> So. <laughs> oh, Mario. <laughs> That's sad when a man to put all the video about. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. My bad, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right, y'all. Uh, it's been a, been a couple of weeks since we sent, did our last one. So, everybody get you some new stuff, new content. So, uh, uh, if you're unaware right now that the crypto market, cryptocurrency market is down right now, uh, but all that means to me as an investor, that means everything is on sale. So uh, if you have opportunity, go buy coins that you've been eyeing for a while and you've been scared to make the investment. Now is the time to do so since the market is down in crypto. Uh, a little bit down in the stock market as well, but not as bad as crypto. Uh, all right, I'm going to turn it over to Winston because he has some things to prepare for you all. A nice treats and like a, a, even a nice item that I'm not going to I'm going to let him introduce that, which, which, which I was very impressed to see. Take it away, <laughs> sir. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna start off a little different this time. I'm gonna share share my screen here. So we're just gonna we're gonna start just talking about the market and look at what's going on there. So can you see that on your end, Jared? Yes, sir. All right. So yeah, the, the market is down. The market is down. So we're looking at a little over two trillion for market cap, but we gotta keep it in perspective because last year the market cap started at about a trillion. So, I mean, we're still up from a year. So it's like when you keep everything in perspective, it's not bad. But, you know, when you had highs of 68,000 in Bitcoin and now you're looking at 43,000, yeah, it does kind of hurt. So, yeah, if we just look at the past seven days, I'm oh, look at that cliff. Man, look at that. Just, just fell off. And so, you know, you may be wondering, like, well, what was it this time? And so, you know, there's certain things that you just can't predict. So one thing that was kind of a prediction, and I'm not too surprised, was, you know, the Fed, they released their minutes, and they're talking about raising interest rates. And so, you know, doing that, that's going to stop some of the money flow that's going on, the, <laughs> the money supply that's out there. Not necessarily uh, stop it, but, you know, they're trying to put the brakes on inflation. And so, you know, a lot of the cheap money, a lot of the free money, you know, people just know that it's not going to be out there in the market like it was last year. You know, a lot of if we are real with ourselves, a lot of the money that flowed into crypto, at least on the retail side, was from the PPP loans and the EIDLs and the stimulus checks and all that stuff. So people, I know a lot of people is like, I got this extra money. I'm going to put it on Robinhood and I'm, I'm going to go buy me some Bitcoin or Cash App. So. A lot of that people, you know, they know that that's not coming in. So um, will it have a long term effect? We have yet to see. I don't think so. But I mean, who knows what this year is going to do for Bitcoin? But 
you know, last time we touched on like the drawdown, the drawdown on Bitcoin is severe. So, you know, if we go back a year going from March, excuse me, that's uh, May down into June. Like, I mean, look at that, look at that fall off. So from 63 down to 29,000. So this is what Bitcoin does. You know, this, this is what it does. And if you go back just year over year, you can just see these, these drop offs, these cliffs. And it, it's just, it's just what it does. So am I nervous about it? I mean, I don't like it. You know, I ain't gonna lie, but uh, it's, it's kind of healthy as far as Bitcoin is concerned. And you, I mean, it's, it's just red all over the market. It's, it's just everything down. Everything. Oh, man. It's, that hurt, man. What you what you thought when you uh, looked at your portfolio? Uh, I mean, I'm, I wasn't too worried because I knew about the feds uh, coming out with the news. I knew it was going to affect the market. Um, usually that's when people tend to sell off when they hear about information about the feds. Um, but it's a great opportunity to get buy in, um, so you can read the read the uh, profit when it goes back up. So uh, don't be afraid to get in the market when it's down. That's when, like, uh, if you follow the Wall Street trapper, uh, he like when he see blood in the streets because he know everything is on it's a fire sale. So uh, don't be afraid to get into that. Uh, my portfolio wasn't that bad. It really ain't that bad. Um, but I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. It, it took me a while. It really took me a while to get to a point where I could look at the market and see the red and get excited. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> when I first started investing, man, I didn't want to see no red days. I just wanted green every single day. And exactly. I wanted to go up all the time. And, um, man, I would I would sell on red days, buy on green days. It was, that was <laughs> Cause we ain't we ain't no no we ain't we ain't no no better. Really I did the, I did the same exact thing. I did the same exact thing. Yeah, we we really really didn't know any better. Matt, and, and speaking <laughs> of that, let me um let me let me pull this up. It's it's called the fear and greed index, and it's it's really something that people use as a tool. And this is on alternative.me. Mm. And so you can look at the fear and greed index. And so right now. The market is at extreme fear. Like it's it's crazy. So Warren Buffett says, you know, when people get fearful, you get greedy. When people get greedy, you get fearful. So right now, I mean, it's it's at a crazy level, 15, 15 uh percent. So if you look at that, like if you compare, so we can we can go back and forth. All right. So this was May, if y'all remember the last tour we were looking at. So this was when, you know, it was just euphoria. Everybody's winning the market, you know, it was like 68,000. Uh, Bitcoin was at 68,000 and then it fell off. So a lot of people sold off in these in this range here. So from May to like June, all the way through to July, the fear was crazy, but the whales was buying up. And, you know, when the price went back up, the, uh, the fear and greed index went up to 73, 79. So if you go back up here, like if it's over here and this this the range is like you know 100 is just just insane but it'll be like 80 79 75 80 when the market is doing good and people are buy in these high areas and then they're selling these low areas when it's fearful and just getting you know people just get wrecked over and over and that's what I used to do you know just talking about buying on green and selling on red so if you sell now you know you're losing you're realizing that loss so yeah, to, to Jared's point, 
Uh, just stay calm. Just stay calm. Right, because I, I mean, when you're first, when you're a new investor, you, you're gonna make that mistake. You're gonna trade off emotions to the logic, and uh, it, it's 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 frustrating at first because you're so used to the mindset of when you're losing money, you know, you got you got to cut your losses as soon as possible. But when it comes to investing, that's not the case. Like sometimes you just gotta you gotta go through the red days so you can see those big green days that you want, those profit days. So just be mindful. Remember, whenever you see red, that means I got an answer. Just go everything on sale. Yeah, so. absolutely. Because they trying to trick us, man. They trying to trick us. That's them notifications come on my phone. You turn on the news. You know they exactly. they tell you don't go outside, sell everything, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> game, exactly. Uh, if y'all watch a, uh, uh, we both uh, we watch a uh, Market Monday Learning Leisure, um, and Ian Dunlap. Uh, who consider himself a greater investor? He always says, uh, "Be mindful when you get your information from, because you don't know the agenda. Like they tell you to sell, so they can get into positions, so they can reap the benefits. They find everything on sales, and then they can sell high. And once it comes back up, and tell you, oh, the market is up. Yeah. And if you start buying in when they already secured their positions, for example, let's say they bought, uh, let's just say Apple was a hundred dollars." And it goes down to $50. They'll tell you, oh, my Apple's going down. Oh, man, it's going down. It's going down. And they get you to uh, sell your positions. And then they come in, swoop in, <laughs> buying it for 50 maybe $40. And then they start reporting, oh, Arrow, Apple, man, all oh, Apple's on the move. It's having a good quarter. Earnings look like it's going to analysts say it's going. They got a uh, projected to be higher now. And then you start buying once it goes back up to $100, $125. Why they bought it at 50 and then they sell some profits because they made you buy everything on a, on a higher set, higher yeah. price. Yeah. Psychology, man. It's, yeah. it's deep. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. You got <laughs> to fight against it. You right. Gotta fight against it. All right. So I'm, I'm going to move on because NFTs, uh, you know, it's the, it's the hot topic, you know, I, I, I think NFTs, I, I've talked to people about Bitcoin and crypto for four years. And man, I think I said this before. It's just people thought I was speaking Chinese song, you know. For people that don't understand Chinese, you know, you know, I want to pay Chinese people, but you know, they just act like I was an alien, you know. And I mean, I remember, I remember having drag out arguments with people and telling them like, "Look, this is the thing." They was like, "It's not backed by the U.S. government. I don't trust nothing but the dollar and this." And I'm like, "Okay, but them NFTs." I got got a lot of texts, cousin Winston. What's this? What's what's that about? You know, I see them doing this. I see that. When Steve Harvey got an NFT. Ah, uh, that's that's when it really. Oh, really? Came. Oh, yeah. Steve Harvey NFT. He bought a um he bought a Solana Monkey Business NFT. So you know, all the aunties and uncles started calling in. Nephew. Okay. What's that? <laughs> so, Crypto Slam is a is a really good source. Uh, for you to look at projects, so it's kind of like the coin market cap, but for NFTs. And there, there's other websites, but I really like Crypto Slam. So what they'll do is they'll, you know, rank it kind of like what coin market cap do, with you know the sales from the last 24 hours. You can see the leaders over the last 24 hours. You can go to the last seven days. You can go to the last 30 days. So the ones, the ones that's consistently at the top. So. Um, I, I kind of want to touch on 
like good and bad NFT projects because a lot of times people kind of get duped by sales. So in all of three these three uh, charts here, you see Board Eight and Mutant Eight Yacht Club, twenty four hours, seven days, thirty days. Board Eight Yacht Club, all time. So this is one of the most popular projects that's out there, and, and you know it got a lot of attention from celebrities. I'm sure at some at this point you probably heard about it. Adidas got Board Eight Yacht Club sponsorships, and um, you know Eminem just recently bought one. Uh, I think it's called Eminate. So many people have have them, and uh, it's celebrities that's locked out of it. It's millionaires and billionaires that's in the board at Yacht Club. So that's a really good project, but the floor price is just nuts. We'll, we'll take a look at that. Okay. But the most the the most popular one of all time, which is crazy, just took off was Axie Infinity, and that's a play to earn game. Um, it's real simple as far as the gameplay, but people make money by playing a game. And that's one reason why it just went, I mean, it went insane last year. So it was, it went from like nowhere to be found to the top selling NFT project of all time. Um, what so, kind of game yeah, is it? Is it like, it's like a metaverse or like robots? Is not, bro. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, man, I, I don't even know how to. I'm not a gamer, so I don't know which category to put it in. It's it's kind of like, you know those those games where you, I don't know, bro. It's got it's almost like a 16 bit video game. Um, it's these little. Let me let me just pull up the website instead of okay. Yeah, this is my first time hearing about it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Finn is big. So especially like East Asia. It's really big because you have some people in those countries that's earning like $25 or $50 a day. And for a lot of people, that don't really sound like much. But, you know, if the average wage in, in some of those places is like $20 or $30 for a month, if you make $20 in a day, then, I mean, that's that's like life-changing. I don't, it's not really showing the gameplay here. Okay. Um, but, yeah, these are just some of the little avatars that you can – pick is it, okay so this kind of what the, the gameplay looks like oh okay i got you one of yeah. the games i got you okay mm -hmm. so yeah i'm i'm not really that familiar with the project uh myself but i just you know so how, 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 are they, how are they making the money like how are they doing it yeah so you you play so if you are familiar with you ever use like coinbase like learn to earn you know yeah you know, yeah yeah, so these games, a lot of things, a lot of the games, what they're doing now is these like quests. So you can do certain quests and you can earn certain things. You can battle. If you win a battle, you get so many, you know, it might be that particular token or coin for the project, which you can trade in. And they infuse the NFTs within the project. So it's like you got some primary sales for the NFTs. And then in the gameplay, you know, some of the NFTs are more rare than others. So some people mm -hmm. are willing to pay more for those nfts but as you're playing a game you're earning you know these these tokens which you can sell on the secondary market so man that that whole thing that's really that's really going to take you going to really see a lot more of that um in different projects there's blankos there's a lot of different ones that have the play to earn model and so okay. um you're going to see that you're going to see more to learn to earn a lot of people like that just watching videos and learning crypto they got uh move to earn so you can do these wearables and kind of like with a Fitbit, you moving around, 
and you're earning crypto while you're doing that. Um, there's something called demo. You can hook it up to your car, and while you drive, you earn a crypto. So it's 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 so many different like platforms to earn crypto, and that's that's gonna I think that's just gonna continue to uh, take off. So my question is, why are they paying people to play the game, or why would somebody? Why are the companies paying for somebody to plug in someone in the car to drive around? Why are they paying? Like, how are they making money? Over? Man, you know the, the most the one of the most valuable resources on this earth right now is your data. So I got you. Okay. Yeah, man. Any anything, man, anything in social media is you know really proving this, but anything that has a captive audience and an audience that keeps growing, man, big big companies, big tech, they I mean they love it, they'll throw money at it. So, you know, they they have a model where now they have these partnerships that are, you know, they're jumping in because they're like, man, if we can put our products in front of these people through this game, you know, we'll pay instead of paying, you know, for product placement in a movie, you know, a lot of companies, they'll pay $10 million to have they, they mug or they laptop just sitting on the table while you watch a Spider-Man or, you know, Super, right. Super Bowl coming up, you know, I don't know what the, the price is for a 30, uh, 30 second slot, but I think it was like 10 million last year for 30 second slot. So, mm. you know, if, if they will, if they, if they know it's okay, it's going to be, 50 million people that's watching the Super Bowl, I'll pay $10 million for that. Man, if you got 200 million people playing a video game, you know, so it's like they can they can do uh, revenue sharing in a, in a totally different way and pay their people to play the game. It's, it's just, it just keeps going okay. and going. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Crypto Slam. So this it's a way to find out about projects, you know, which ones are the top 10. Uh, all of these I've, I've taken a look at. Um, NBA Top Shop is one of my favorite ones. Uh, NFL is coming out with one through Dapper Labs, but you can kind of go through and, and you know, it's kind of hard. Like the floor prices on a lot of these that's in the top 20, the top 50, they might be like too rich for your blood. But once you start getting down here and you start seeing like lower uh, ones, you might want to say, you know, I might want to take a bet on that. This is one that I've been keeping my eye on uh, recently, Phantom Bear. But yeah, you can do that for the 30 days, you know, just kind of keep your eye on projects. And it's a good way to learn. It's a good way to learn about NFTs and what they're doing and why they're important. So Crypto Slam, CryptoSlam.io. All right. So let, let's move on. Oh, question. So yeah. the price, so the, the if you go back to Crypto Slam, so those prices, that's how much the NFT is worth at that time. Um, no, so this would be the, the sales in that range. So if you go to like 30 days. Oh, like their total sales from that. Yeah, that's, that's the total sales. From, so that, you, from that collection. Yeah, from that collection. Okay. So, right. yeah, and if I wanted to, like, if I wanted to look at Axie Infinity, uh, for example, and I click on that, it'll it'll show you, like, what some of the recent sales were. So it's, selling, it's showing you, like, what's, so these eggs, you buy eggs to hatch a uh, Axie Infinity, like what that was that's going for. So, you know, it's a it's a different way, like I said, to learn about different projects that's out there. Okay. Um, it's so many, you know, it'll, if somebody tell you that they know every NFT project, like they lying to you. Not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just um if if you know somebody that's in a particular project or uh you know search search to YouTube or go to Twitter, those are good ways to really like ask people directly about the project and what they feel like it jump in the discord as well all right 
Let me close some of these tabs here. All right. So Apes in Space. So Offset, Offset became, if I'm not mistaken, but he became the the highest grossing uh rapper with an NFT project. So his this project, it you know, it did pretty well uh in sales. So I think at the last time I checked it, I think he had, let's see, so this is a this is a 90-day volume. So this this just released a few few weeks ago. And that volume, excuse me, that volume is in E. So let me multiply that 1592. See, ETH right now is like 3300 somewhere around there. So that's a little over five million dollars of sales. So that's I mean, that's really good in a month's time. So I don't know what his share was um, in that. So a lot of people are like, man, you know, his project did so good. You know, he got over five million dollars in sales. And like a lot of people are happy for him. And, and I'm happy for him, too, that his name is associated with it. However, <laughs> the way that I judge a good NFT project is if you're a buyer of that NFT and the floor price is higher, than the original for floor price, then that's a great way to see, you know, if that if that's a good project or not. So, um, the floor price on uh, these was 0.3 e when um, when it was time to mint it. So mint is you know when you're actually creating that NFT on the blockchain. So you'll go to the website or wherever they tell you the landing page, and then like mint this NFT. So you're creating it on the blockchain. So you're the first owner of that NFT. The floor price was 0.3 E. So at the at that time, that's that's something like let's see. Uh my, my brain working a little slower today, y'all. <laughs> e. So that's about nine hundred dollars. But right now it's at 0.08. So 3300 times 0.08. So it's 264. So a lot of people lost money. Um, in some of them. So you can see like the, the lowest ones, if I if I have it from low to high, then you can see that, you know, the top bids on some of these are really low. Now, this is where a lot of people get fooled. So if you sort it from high to low, you go in here and look at this, a million ETH. Like who who's going to pay a million ETH for this NFT if the overall volume isn't having been more than 1,500 ETH? You right. know, some people go in there and they'd be like, man, they, they listen to these things for a million eat. That right, nobody's gonna pay a million eat for you know, and, and no disrespect to him, but they're not gonna pay a million eat for 17 million eat. I mean, dude, that that'll be like a billion dollars. This it makes no sense. So, what you can do, and this is open sea, this is one of the largest NFT platforms um for sales. So, what you can do is you can go to uh recently sold. And that's, that's a way to kind of judge like how the project is doing and what the demand is. So as you can see, some of these last sales, 0 0.08, 0 0.08, 0 0.09, 0 0.1. This one was, uh, it's for sale for 10, so I'm not, yeah, 0.1. Yeah, man, all these recent sales. So people are sweeping the floor uh, right now, you know, which, is mean, which means they're buying the lowest uh, prices that might be good for the project long-term but it's not really a good sign. And so I don't know. We'll see what it's going to do long term. What's, what really determines if a project is good or not is the roadmap and what they're going to do with it. So, you know, don't get duped by just having a big name on it. We're going to look at a couple of other 
uh, ones that's like that. Don't just look at the big name and say, oh, they associated with it. That means it's a good project. They had a lot of sales. That don't really mean nothing. Right. So a good another example of that, this is ENFT. So this made a lot of news. Tory Lanez, NFT, right? So I don't know if, if you remember earlier last year, he was like jumping up and down talking about his first release that he had. And um, people, you know, was reselling the NFT for 35 grand, but he only had 750 editions of that NFT. Well, mm -hmm. this one, this album, he sold a million copies of this album. So he went platinum in, in like 10 minutes, right? He sold it for a dollar a piece. But the way he was marketing it was, oh, my last one, people was reselling for 10 grand. They was reselling for 20, 30 grand. Go get your money. This is the last time I tell you, go get your money. So people ran out, was buying a hundred of these Tory Lane NFTs thinking that they was going to resell it for $500,000. <laughs> but, but he only sold it for a dollar, right? He sold it for a dollar a piece, right? <laughs> and so if you go back, go by here, kind of like the same thing, like the trickery I was telling you about, People are going, they be like, man, people reselling for 4800 but who's buying? So if you sort it low to high, they was at retail $1. Now you can buy one for $1.46. And I'm not sure who's who's actually buying because they don't even have the recently sale, recently sold on there. And then if you go in and want to um, sell some, so I, I bought some at the time uh, just for the kick, kicks and giggles of it. And let's see, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to sell one of these right now. So let's say if I want to list it for $1.15, I got to at least beat the best prices out there. It's $1.46. They're going to take 15% off of that. Mm. So, you know, a, a lot of it, man, like I said, people kind of getting duped out of their money off of these things. So, you know, I, I commend him for jumping into space and, you know, introducing a lot of people to NFTs, but a lot of people got turned off because they like, you know, man, you said I was going to make all this money. I done bought a hundred of these things. I can't sell two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, man, we, you know, just, I mean, just like the stock market, it's just, just like how you was talking about earlier. These big names, they're going on CNBC, they're going on Fox Business, they're going on Cheddar, and they're saying, oh, man, this is the hype right now, this is the wave, and they're getting you to, to you know, they, they that's how they dump their bags, bro, and, and so you're going to see more and more of this, so just be careful, y'all, just be careful. Man, that's what's up. I, 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 so... It's a, it's a, it's a, so you say Tor Lane partner with ENF, e, 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 ENFT, right? ENFT, yeah. But you don't know how much the percentage that e, 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 you don't know the percentage of what Tory Lane getting and what they're getting, right? Yeah, I don't know what his cut was. I'm pretty sure it was it was sizable, you know. I mean and they got okay. and they got paid in Ethereum. Um, so with this one, you was able to use a credit card. Oh okay, um, I, got you. I don't I'm not sure what <clears throat> What blockchain ENFT is on? Um, now, at one point, at one point, one of my partners he was trying to sell one, and they had e they had e gas fees connected to it, and so people was gonna spend like fifty dollars to try to sell one, bro. It, it was it was really messed up. So I think what they did, they they must have either moved to a layer two or this. They yeah, now it's only fifteen percent, but at first it was like people okay. were gonna have to. 
you know, spend money in order to sell one for a dollar. So, yeah, bro. Wow. Um, so I don't know what his cut was. I'd be interested, but I mean, I'm sure he probably got more, more than half. I mean, even if he got 66%, he probably got like an 80%, 90% cut. You know, I mean, he made the bag so good for him, but just the way it was so, <laughs> you know, it was so right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, here's another example. So this one was, it's, it's kind of a mix. So Katy Perry, Katy Perry, you know, real big name, bro. You know, multi-platinum selling artists. She had a drop recently. And so this, this was selling for $100 at retail. So now you can get it for 67 um, this was selling at 102. This one's at 299. So that's why I say it's a mixed bag. Um, these were selling at $20. Now it's at 14. So she had different like versions. The biggest sale that she had, I don't know what it sold for, but it was selling for 340 grand. And it was an NFT for an actual um prop that she had on stage. So that's where you're starting to see like the merge of the in real life or IRL. So you might see IRL. Um, on projects, on roadmaps. So that's where you're starting to see like the merge of the in-person experience with the digital experience. And um, supposedly her NFT, with some of them, it, it'll give you access to some of her stuff with her residency that she got in uh, Las Vegas. So you, you're going to start to see more and more application of, okay, what does this NFT do for me? Well, it'll give you, you know, access to certain celebrities. It might get you into certain clubs. Uh, it might, and you're going to start to see it on sporting tickets a lot. You know, certain NFTs that get you to like early access to games. You might be able to meet a player. You might be able to sit in a press conference. So that's where like the, the best projects, when they can partner and give you utility, that's that's where you really going to see it take off. Mm -hmm. um, this is Theta. So Theta uh, token, I'm, I'm a real big fan of. This one, I have yet to see what they're going to do with this, but I think this is like Data's version of Board A Yacht Club. So they keep hinting that people that hold this, they're going to have access to certain events, certain future airdrops. They just keep hinting at it. They, they hadn't done anything with it yet, but um, I like it because they what they did with theirs, and I'm going to click on a few of these, a lot of these NFTs, they have... Um, they have these, let me see if I can find one that, all right, so they got like the, the Wolverine blades on there. Um, some of them have like a Spider-Man look. Some of them have Squid so Game. That, that's, in, that's, in, that's in money? That's in U.S. dollars right there? A dollar yeah, this is U.S. dollars. So they got people um, that's paying a lot of money for this? Yeah, yeah. They, they have some crazy sales on, on this one. So, um, yeah, that's because of the rarity level. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with this in the future, but Data has some some crazy partnerships with Sony, ICM, uh, so on and so forth. And this one here, they just airdropped um, some something for people that was holding the original ones in the gold uh, NFT. So that's that's those are a couple ones that are pretty decent. All right, um, let me let me fly through these real quick because I know there's some things you wanted to share. Um, monkey ball, these sold for two sold at mint, and the floor price right now knows is seven, seven point three. So, I just wanted to show that to kind of give an idea of okay, 
was kind of like a judge or if the project is doing well or not. So we saw on that eighth of space, the floor price right now is 0.08. It was retail at 3.3 E. The retail on this one was two sold and now the floor is 7.3. So, you know, that that's not to say that it'll hold there, but uh, Monkey Ball had a lot of attention and, and they only released 1,000 NFTs. And so, yeah, they just, that one just took off real quick. And it was only like three days ago, this one came out. So the floor price just, just went up uh, from there in just in a few days, whereas the Apes of Space went down. So no knock to him. Hopefully he can take it and promote it right. And it might go up. I've seen that happen with projects before, but we'll see. All right. So this is where more application comes in. So the metaverse. So people, you know, still trying to wrap their mind around the metaverse. And I, I'm going to stop saying the metaverse as well, because there are several metaverses. So uh, a metaverse is really just a 3D interaction uh, on blockchain. So it's where you can take your NFT. So these these profile avatars like you see here, they can be wrapped onto a moving avatar like this. And this is what uh, Matrix is doing. Matrix World is doing. So they're taking these profile pics, those 2D images, wrapping it around a moving image. And now you can interact in the metaverse. So kind of think about like the movie Avatar back in the day that came out. That is going to be like the experience. So, you know, you got your glasses on or you might have... Um, the, the Oculus or whatever they decide to use and you're, you know, immersed in this world and you're looking around uh, with this one. Uh, this one I like is because it's a merge between Ethereum and Flow blockchain. So you got two blockchains that have a, a multi-chain metaverse and it's the first one of its kind. So that's one that I'm, I'm excited about and you can buy land in the metaverse. Um, so that's, that's just one thing that I just wanted to point out to the audience that, you know, you might want to do some research on. All right. Spatial, spatial IO. So this is a metaverse for experiences. So Microsoft, right after Facebook changed their name to Meta, Microsoft said, oh, all right, y'all did that. So we're going to have uh, spaces in the metaverse for people to meet up. And spatial is, this is not with Microsoft, but this is just an example of things that you can do. So you can set up a museum. You can create this space for you and your friends to meet. And this is free to try out. So you go to spatial.io. It's free. Just create, you can create an ex exhibition for those of you that are artists. Create an exhibition. You can create a, a meetup. Um, if you want to play your music live, create a, a live event. It's, it's free to try. This, I mean, there's like no excuse on this one. So um, this is where the 2D is meeting the 3D. And so avatars, this is where like the stunting is going to come in. So if people are willing to pay 50 grand for a 2D avatar that you really can't do much with it, imagine going into the 3D metaverse and now you got, you know, these retro Dre, excuse me, retro J's that you bought, you know, they one of 10 and not in a metaverse. And now you're interacting with hundreds of thousands of people. Just So just imagine what people are going to pay for that. So spatial.io. All right. Um, now, another application for NFTs are identity, right? So anybody that's done any DeFi, you know, there's, there's no KYC, which is know your customer. There's no AML, anti-money laundering. So Civic Pass and Latentry, these two are going to help to give you an ID on the blockchain. So 
it's kind of like a credit score in real life. So if you've been interacting with DeFi for two, three years, you know, you pay back all your loans, then you can take that score and take it to another platform and you can use that score. And there's a lot of different applications with this. So those are two I would highly look at. Civic, Latentry, and Cardano too. Uh, they talk about Cardano a lot on uh, Market Mondays. Cardano has ID stuff as well. So those are this is two projects, um, three projects if you include Cardano, you might want to check out. All right. So I'm a um I'm gonna stop there. I know some things that you wanted to to talk about as well. All right, most definitely. Let me let me stop that screen. All right. But uh, yeah, yeah, NFT play, man. It's it's yeah. just gonna keep growing and growing more and more. We're I mean, NFT is gonna be so common right now. A lot of people kind of scratching their head, but just like we got our debit cards and our IDs, like everybody's gonna have NFTs. Everybody's gonna have hundreds of NFTs over the next couple of years. All right, that's what's up, man. That was great. I mean, I I didn't know all that stuff existed. My God, <laughs> NFT world is crazy. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let me expand my let me expand. See if I can get this full screen view. One second. All right, y'all. So my thing is, I want to explain, talk about uh, fintech, fintech uh, company, fintech. If you are unaware, it stands for financial technology company, and one of the most used apps that people utilize is Cash App, right? So everybody's used to sending money. I think it came on the scene. I forgot the exact year it came on the scene. I think maybe three years ago, maybe four years ago, maybe even longer than that. But it came mainstream maybe right before COVID. So Cash App is a wonderful app, right? You can do everything. When you can send money to your friends, you can send money, receive money if you're uh, as a business account. Um, you can get your money deposited there instead of going through a traditional bank, maybe like Chase or or Regions. You can send your money to your cash app. You can also get a debit card. Um, so pretty much this is like a digital bank. Uh, one of the main life features I like about it as well is that you can, let me get to see if I can pull it up. My most important feature right here. You can buy crypto utilizing the cash app, right? So instead of, if you know, if a lot of people are not comfortable going to the new sites like Coinbase or Uphold or any of those crypto exchanges because they're unfamiliar with it, they have no experience with it. But a lot of people familiar will utilize a Cash App. So with Cash App, you can just scroll down. I'm gonna have to, do, I guess, find a way to connect my phone and do a demo. But I'll find a way to figure it out. But you can go on your phone just like you do a purchase, buying something. You can click on your. Uh, let me see if I can zoom in here. So you can just go right here. Let's say you want to invest in Apple, right? Or Bitcoin, either or. You can buy, you can buy stock or cryptocurrency. You click on it. Um, you could buy for the full amount of the stock, or you can buy fractional shares. Or if you want to buy like five dollars worth of Apple share, you can do that. If you want to buy a dollar worth of Bitcoin, you can do that. So Cash App is a user-friendly way for you to get into investing easily. I know a lot of people think you got to have a lot of money to get into the game. You do not. Like I said, like like it says right here, you could buy stock or Bitcoin for little as a dollar. So if you spending money on your Netflix every month, how about you spend the same amount 
on that on crypto or apple stock or you like to go to the the local bar in your area you spend 20 30 40 five dollars a hundred dollars every week how about you use some of that money buy some crypto or invest in stock um also with the cash app you can also get hold on let me see if i can find it when you buy certain stocks i don't know if you all are unaware that uh, i'm trying to see if i had a picture of it uh, let me see if i can find it you can hold on you get what they call dividends uh when you buy certain stocks here it is right here let me pull it up oh i don't want to play video i'm sorry let me zoom in on it Ah, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, so, if you buy a certain stock, like like again, like I said, as you can see right here, this arrow is showing you. If you buy certain stocks, you get what they call dividends. So, when you buy a share of Apple, uh, just to get, and keep it simple, let's say you buy one share of Apple and every quarter they pay you a dollar for owning a share that's a reward for you being an apple shareholder they reward you for believing in them so they reward you for a dollar so just imagine every quarter you get a dollar for every share of apple you own so just imagine if you own a thousand you get a thousand dollars per quarter uh um like i said in one of my earlier videos um a couple of days ago, I did a video live stream about how Warren Buffett invested, I believe it was $6 billion or $16 billion, whatever. I think it was $6 billion. And now a three-year investment now is worth, I believe it's, I won't say the wrong thing. Let's just say it's worth $24 billion, right? And he also gets $775 million worth of... Uh, <laughs> 775 million dollars of dividend payments yearly because he owns five percent of apple stake he owns five percent of apple so he gets 775 million dollars in dividend payments yearly so the power of investing is very crucial you don't have to have warren buffett money but you, if you just start buying uh putting 20 10 20 dollars a week or five dollars whatever you go forward every week it will add up eventually long-term investments pays off right so don't believe the hype you got to have all this money to get into stock game no you don't try your best to put whatever you can to get into the game oh uh, one thing else people who don't even know people, we use this app every day and the funny thing is people don't even realize that cash app is owned by another company a publicly traded company which used to be called Square, but they, they recently, within a couple of weeks, changed their name to Block. Uh, so Cash App is a publicly traded company. So you can own shares of Cash App, right? So let me put it up for you. This is one of the sites I like to go to uh, that I look at pretty much every day. Um, it gives you insight about stocks, crypto, or even the uh, Forex, which is the foreign exchange when you change... Uh, when it's a, it's the exchange of currency around the world but i think that me personally i think forex is dying and everybody's going to the crypto market but that's just me personally <laughs> forex is just another way you can still you could trade uh like euros the american dollar uh, the chinese yen whatever you could trade making money on that as well 
So right here, this is this is the stock symbol, stock the stock ticker, I should say. It's SQ, because uh, it used to be called square, but now it's block. And right now, currently, it is priced at what's that? One forty-five sixty, right? And I believe the high, the highest ever was this company was was two hundred eighty dollars, right? Right now, I think is right now is at a steal for one hundred forty-five dollars. Just for simple, just for, the, just for the simple fact that Cash App is a one of the top fintech companies in the world. A lot of people use it. Your mama use it. It's, you got older kids, they use it. Grandparents, if your grandparents making it, wouldn't it make sense to invest in the company that people are utilizing every day? So you need to get in the habit of whatever services or product that you utilize, go see if it's a public traded company. If you spend money there, you need to invest your money there if it's a good company. Uh, so please keep that in mind when it comes to these fintech companies. There are more fintech companies I'm going to do a presentation on. Uh, I apologize. I didn't have the slide deck like I wanted it. But I wanted to explain that if you're using this technology, you need to capitalize it on the best way. Just don't use it for the basic needs. All right. Use it for everything that you want. If you needed to uh, buy something, let's say you wanted to purchase something uh let's give it let's say you buying something from a retailer business and they use cash app uh if you're using it every day as a transaction just please please invest in the company so i highly suggest that you get in the square uh as a stock because it is a very very one of the top companies if you want to wear the founder of twitter one of the co-founders uh what's his name Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. The founder of Twitter, he's he well recently he was a CEO of and founder of he was a CEO of Twitter. He's also one of the founders of Square. So he's one of the I wouldn't say I wouldn't say four four. He's one of the supporters for the Web3 and NFT and crypto movement. So that's why he even changed the name of the company from Square to Block. So a blockchain. So if he's he even gave up his reign as CEO of Twitter to take over to concentrate more on block company, so that tells you that he's cryptocurrency is the wave, it's the way of the future. So you need to get investment as soon as possible. Invested in coins that Winston recommend, or I recommend Bitcoin, Ethereum. Uh, what's the other one that you recommend? Bitcoin, Ethereum, there's one more. Cardano, don't you like Cardano? I like Cardano. Like I like I know. All right. Now, though, when it comes to the meme coins, all coins, Dodge coins, sheep, and stuff like that, invest at your own risk. I know they're cheap, and I know everybody talk about it, but yo, invest at your own risk. You don't know how they're gonna go. I don't think those coins are gonna be here. I don't think they're gonna outlast a few years. But hey, if, if, if you can make a trade on it, a great trade on it, get into it if you can. Uh, that's my two cents on this fintech company of for today. On the next episode, I'm gonna do another one, and I'll be a better presentation. I'll be better prepared. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, sometimes, nah, man, that's good. me and Winston multitasking too many things at once. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, man. Go ahead. You brought up nah. You you was bringing it home with that in this full circle, bro. It's this is one of those things that really shows people that you're gonna be using blockchain technology, whether you realize it or not. So I remember when Cash App came on the scene some years ago, and I was like, man, 
ain't no way I'm about to use that. Like, it's free. No. <laughs> I, I can sign up in two seconds. No. And, um, you know, when you really started digging into the company, like Jared was saying, it's, it's owned by Square. It's a bank. And so, you know, how do banks make money? They make money on lending your money. They make money on transaction fees. Like, it's a whole bank that's on the backside of it. And them changing their stock ticket to block, that is not by just happenstance. So the the back end of the bank is, is you know, I mean, it already has to a certain degree been infused with blockchain and DeFi. Y'all, it's this that's like one of the, the easiest on ramps to crypto that I ever seen. Like Coinbase is easy. This is even easier to me. I mean, because it's just like just buy. Like it, I mean, they made it so simple. And so I bought I recently bought some square stock. Uh, just for that. This is not financial advice, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can show some uh, this quick yeah, disclaimer. Do all research. Do yes, all please. Research. But man, I mean, yeah, there, there's there's not there's not a, enough good things that I can say about Square and what they've done. I mean, they you you can start a business pretty much in ten minutes on Square. Like I, I did it. I had to uh, send somebody an invoice and I was just, they was just like, well, I don't have this. I don't have this and that. And I was just like, all right, let me, let me go on square in 10 minutes. I'm, I created the account, sent them an invoice that was by text, texting to their phone. They paid me using a credit card and on square, you can open up the checking account right there in the app. So you, everything is, is right there. I mean, they, they man, right. they just gonna kill the game. They so, yeah, kill so, the game. So I didn't. I forgot. I hate. I forgot about that. Square is part of. Right, it's, it's nuts. So, so like once it says Square is a whole nother. This this is like the business side of 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 Square or well, Block now. So like he said, you can create a web a business website. You can create an invoice. Um, like Square is so easy. You can set up in minutes. Um. Like if you go to one of those, when you go to those mom, I'm sorry, not mom and pops, but small businesses, and you go to ready to check out, nine times out of ten, they're using a square, uh, what you call it, a square POS point of sale yeah. equipment, or they're using the iPad, or they're using a little white. I don't have one, yeah. the little square white white yeah. device that they use to swipe your credit card, or you could use Apple Pay or Android Pay. So Square is also part that what you see in a small business. That is that's the business. So when you swipe a credit card, they're getting a percentage of that sale. So investing in Square, aka Block, is a great, great investment. I'm telling you, it's great. And then you utilize Cash App as well for the, I guess, for the masses and also for business as well to a certain degree. So this is, I, I feel, I feel, I'm glad you bought it. I forgot to even talk about Square. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, man. This man, it's um. Uh, yeah, again, man, I like it because it introduces people to crypto and hopefully people will continue to go down the well. So it's just like, OK, why why would this traditional? Well, they, they've been more of a what I like to call a challenger bank because, you know, they saw that like, OK, we can reach these people. They don't have cell phones, but they got they got bad credit. They have telecheck, they have check systems, but they can we can get them an account. They can send money peer to peer. That's, that's the whole spirit of crypto. Peer to peer, no inter. Well, they're the intermediary, but you know, it's, I mean, for the most part, it's like I'm, I'm just texting you, 
you text me back. I said, it is, is so simple. And so when people start doing that, a lot of people use the re, the way I got introduced to the cash app was cousin. Can you send me $50 for my baby? Uh, you know, that's, I was like, man, I don't know what that is. But this app to see you no money. But um, yeah, my mama started using it. I was just like, let me let me check it out. And then when I found that Square was behind it, I said, oh, this is this is insane. And so um, let me let me share something. You was about to uh, talk about this. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to Square. All right. Um, oh, wait. You know what? I'm going to bring one more thing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with Square, uh, I believe um it's been rumored that square is going to start getting into the uh the loan game like loaning businesses money and since they have all this data from square and then eventually probably gonna get into personal loans since they're utilizing the data that they have from cash app so eventually they're gonna start getting into the loans so if you need a loan for your business they can see how much you how much money you're making every day so they can calculate like oh okay if, if this guy's bringing ten thousand dollars every month Maybe we can give them a fifty thousand dollar loan at a low interest rate. So, I mean, Square about to start making some real. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hand over fist, hand over right. fist. So, I agree. yeah, a lot of a lot of banks are there. I was I went to this conference, this online crypto conference, and this um this this young dude he was over like the crypto uh, department, and uh, it was a, a small bank, you know, in relative terms, like a regional bank. And he was like, man, they they hired me because he was like, they they see that crypto like kind of eating their lunch. So, you know, you getting 1% on your savings account. I mean, I got a savings account. It's a high yield savings account that's paying me 0.5 interest. And it, that's their high yield savings. So they know people like, man, I, you know, I'm losing money on this. Right. So I'm, I wanted to share this and I may have before, but I wanted to share just like a couple of ways that you can. You know, you can dip your toes in the crypto, but still get higher yields. So some people may be like, man, I ain't, I'm not quite ready to, to buy no Bitcoin. I don't really trust none of that stuff. But they got something that's called stable coins. So one is USDC, is uh, United States digital uh, coin uh, that's called USDC. It's pegged one to one to the dollar. They pay you 9% for holding up to 40 grand of USDC. Mm. And over 40,000, uh, 8%. GUSD is another stable coin tied one and one to the dollar, 9%. PAX, same thing, 9%. Tether, 9.5%. DAI. So these are one to one stable coins. And um, these are issued by Circle Bank. So it's an actual company. You know, it's not like how, how Bitcoin is. You know, we don't know who made it. This is USDC. So if you look up USDC, if you look up hacks and die and see who's buying it and who's holding it, that will give you a whole lot more comfort. So a lot of people like that because it's like it's not going to go up. It's not going to go down, but I'm going to get interest on it. So that's that's a, a way to dip your toes. And I, I can if if I was a betting man, I would say Square is going to start introducing like high yield savings account because they're infusing you know they're going to be start using back in uh crypto uh holdings in order to secure these high interest rates and that's you know banks man banks been making money for years for for generations off of us hand over fist and they give us these one two three percent interest rates and you know we we supposed to be happy with that but crypto has 
has shown the backside of the bank and it's shown you the game. So banks, like they, they know that their time, you know, probably with our generation, our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, they, they know that they, they still going to have a lot of people that's going to just trust the banks. But, you know, a lot of people in our generation and under, they like, nah, I got to, right. I got to get to the bag, you know, <laughs> they, they like, I like it fast, like a quick, I, and I, I like it uh, higher. So another one is UST, which is uh, U.S. terrorist, another stable coin. So it's pegged one to one to the dollar. You can get 19.47% on Anchor Protocol. So mm. you got 10 grand, you're getting almost 20%. So you're getting two, two racks a year, compound, mm. you know, just for holding a stable coin on a protocol. So I, I started here because this one is... Least risky, that's BlockFi. There's another another one called Celsius. There's Gemini. There's, there's a bunch of these uh, platforms where you can hold stable coins. Um, this is a DeFi protocol. So you get more risky with that, but it's on a stable coin. So it's 19%. Now, this is the, the bank right here. So this is the back end. So this is where you can take your crypto and you can provide liquidity. So this is where the rates just... You're looking at 59% APY, 330% APY. So you're taking on the risk that the bank would, oh, let me put that back up. Um, you're taking on the risk that the bank would use it be. So, you know, banks, they lend money to other banks. You know, they, they provide liquidity or they lend money to the city. Um, they issue bonds, you know, all these different things that the bank do to make money. DeFi provides you with those same tools. So you say, okay. All right, um, Radium is a new protocol. I know what Ethereum is, but Radium is a new protocol. They need liquidity. I can go in and provide liquidity to this, to this platform and earn 54% on that. Or I can, uh, you can add money uh, to a pool. Well, that's that's kind of the same thing. Let me just, yeah. So just a, a regular pool and not farm. Farming is, is is a little higher. I, I won't I won't go into that to that. All right, well that's that's going a little slow. So let me okay. All right. So um yeah, same thing, liquidity pools. So you're you're adding liquidity and you're getting higher interest rates. But there's other uh DeFi protocols where you can put your money on there and you know they lend the money out. So you basically lending your money out peer to peer to other people and you're getting interest on that. Um and you can borrow against your crypto on there. So one thing that uh, a lot of a lot of the rich do is they don't cash out on their investments. So it's just like, okay, how does somebody like Bezos or Buffett or Jack Dorsey and all them like, how do they not pay no taxes? So a lot of times what they'll do is they be like, don't pay me a salary, pay me an equity. I am take my equity. I'm gonna borrow against my equity. So if I want to go get that Maybach. I'm going to just borrow the 250 grand, go buy the, the Maybach. That's not a taxable event. You know, my stock going up and I'm just paying back the loan to my stock. So mm. now I got two assets. I got the stock and I got the Maybach. Well, the asset, Maybach you know, asset. But, you know, I'm buying my toys with something that's that's going up in value. So, you know, that's that's the backside of the bank, that crypto, that DeFi specifically. Um, Wouldn't that be a tax right off too? Because if you're loaning against it, if you're doing do business, ain't get a tax write off as well. So with the DeFi, it's like you you really kind of off the radar. So gotcha. you know, 
It's not really off the radar because I mean, once you off ramp, you got to on ramp and off ramp in crypto at some point. Right. And you got to go through an intermediary to do that. There's, there's some other way. We ain't gonna talk about the other ways to not do that. But yeah, um, yeah you gotta you gotta go through it. So can you please, uh, sh- well, people who watching, um, once once this episode comes out, show them the item you showed me earlier. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, it was you know, you had brought to my attention what Samsung was uh was going to be doing uh in the future you want want to talk to him about that yeah so uh samsung's supposed to be coming out um with an nft tv so i don't know if you're familiar with their uh those samsung tvs that are like picture frames the old you could just put it hang out like a regular picture and you could turn it on it looked like actual real art but it's an actual tv so now they're making T- NFT TVs to be similar to that. So now, if you buy NFT, you can showcase it on a uh, TV frame like those. So like a re- like a regular picture. So man, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So Samsung's coming up. That man, that's gonna be big, bro. Because can you imagine you watching? You just watching something on TV on your Samsung TV, and they, you know, they really gonna do it through the kids, bro. You know, I. Man, I got oh, you know, yeah. I got this all the Disney stock. You know, I got all this Disney stuff around here. I ain't never bought no Disney stuff, but them, but through the children. So just imagine they watching the cartoon, and this NFT pop up. Ooh, daddy, I want that NFT right there. You could buy it right there through your TV, and you know, now it's in their room. That's just hanging up. Is they, you know, princess, whatever, whatever. Right. Man, like Star Wars, Marvel comics. We even wow. talk about Star Wars and Marvel comics. They got grown people that's gonna buy that, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's about, he about to kill us, bro. That's about to be the new uh home shopping network for for uh our generation, bro. They about to man, he about to tell us up with that. But yeah, it made me think of something that I bought earlier this year uh, from Infinite Objects, and so I ain't got no partnership with them. Infinite Objects, if y'all want to, if man, I, I love to do some affiliate marketing, <laughs> but. Yeah, so they were one of the first that, that I ever seen. I don't know any other companies that's doing it, but they do these um these NFT cases. So you can lock up your NFT in a case. So this is one that I have. So I'm a big fan of oh, there's a glare on. Um, I'm a big fan of NBA Top Shot. And this is an NBA Top Shot uh cool cat moment that's it's, it's several of them that's locked up in this NFT, uh in this case, this hard case. And so if you go to NBA Top Shot, uh, com, you can see these moments, the NFTs that's online, the digital ones. You know, a lot of people be like, man, I just don't get this like whole thing is on a computer. But this I can just sit, sit right here on the table, just like that. So you, you know, you come in my house and I'm talking to you and this thing playing in the background. Oh, uh, what's that? Oh, this right here? Man, this NFT I bought. You know, this uh, this is a one of such and such, one of ten, one of one hundred. And then on the back, you know, it has the details of what it is. So this one gives you uh, special access to nine lives lounge. So this is one of this is like a, a several use case NFT. So it's like you can show off your your product, you can show off your NFT. It's in a hard case; people can actually see it, 
And then on, on the back here, it's showing you like the addition number of that QR code is for the addition number. And then it gives you special access only to this, to holders of um, this NFT. So that's just a, a couple of applications of it. And so, you know, like that Samsung TV, you know, it's, it's on the wall like this. I can have on a coffee table on my desk at work. And it just it, it's a way to spark a conversation about it. You can introduce other people to it. And then, I mean, if you don't bought an NFT and, you know, selfishly, like, I mean, we're all investors, like we're here to make money. If you're trying to push up your product, you know, something that you're investing in, you want to you want to help advertise it, you know, yourself. So if you're in a project and, you know, I I, I hope I don't get us in trouble saying this, but, you know, our people, you know, a lot of time we, you know, we've been taught like, oh, man, I'm doing this. Don't tell nobody else. Like when I was telling people about crypto. Years ago, they was like, man, close the computer. I don't want nobody else to find out about it. I was like, that's not how this works. <laughs> you want everybody to know about this. You right. know, how does the stock price go up? More people buy into it. How does anything become valuable? More eyes on it. So, you know, any project that you get into, you know, push it, pump it. I mean, you want as many dollars to flow into a project as possible. Man, that was fire. Like that, that right there, that. That was my like that really was my NFT. Like I never even thought about putting like on a frame like that. So uh that that's what's up. And you say all you gotta do is you get, how long does uh you can plug it up and how long does it charge? How long does it man? Work? I um so I've had this, I've had this for like three months and I've never charged it. Like it came, it came in the mail and I've never charged it. And so I'm just waiting to see like how long is it gonna last like that before it dies. So um I can't really show it. Maybe, maybe I can. So if you can, oh yeah. So the way it works is like when I put it in the case, like it cuts off, and then let me see, let me see if I can. So right, right there, like it's yeah, it's blacked out. But as soon as I um, as soon as I take it out of here, it'll cut on. So like it, it just preserves itself, man. It's um, infinite objects, infinite objects. So if you got an NFT already, you can lock it in there. You got something cool. Um, if you're an artist, man, I just, man, artists, I just don't understand. Like every artist, just if you're not in the NFT space, New Orleans people, please, man, I just, we the most right. creative people. They steal all our stuff. Please, just if you don't know, just partner with somebody, talk to Jared, talk to me, get in this space. Y'all just don't understand. Like, I, I got some, I got some ideas that we could, like, I could do. I ain't even, I'll, I'll talk about it offline. But, yeah, like, like when you showed me the refrain, like I just have a bunch of men. Oh man, just just imagine because why when the NF just imagine being a Saints fan, you got that picture frame and you could show when your boy kicked the field goal to get us into the playoffs, or when Burr. your boy did the pick six on Peyton Man in the Super Bowl. Like that'd be playing in the back. I mean, everybody buy every Saints fan. Buy that. You it's, know what I'm it's, it's about to <laughs> NFL, they about to release the um the NFT platform. That one, bruh, is about to go insane. Like you, you're right. The the NBA fans are a different. It's, it's a little more niche right. with the NBA, you know. But NFL people, oh yeah, we go college football. Oh, I ain't even. I forgot about college. Oh, that's low. That's low. <laughs> I ain't even think about college. They got so many college moments. Oh my goodness. I wonder how they gonna handle that since, uh, since the players gonna be can get paid with compensation. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder because that's gonna be a big issue when they come in there. Yeah, they they talking about it. You know, it's this. Yeah, 
It's there's a lot of conversations had, but it's the money to be had, bro. They Saints fan, yeah, you know, you already know, bro. Right, because you know. I they trust me. If if they come out with that, like the one you got, and they, I can put it on a picture frame with that moment with the moments top Saints moments in the oh what? Gotta <laughs> have it. Gotta have it. <laughs> I got this, I got this starter jacket upstairs, man. Overpaid, I had to have it, bro. Saints brother, I was like, what? I saw that. I said, I'm buying that. Exactly, exactly. Oh man, and since I'm a Saints, ticket, I think they're gonna, they probably gonna even give season ticket holders discount rate. Oh man, they gonna, they gonna go, they gonna go ham on this NFT and NFL. Okay, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Okay, that's what's up. All right, y'all. Thank you for another, another, another fire episode from the Crypto Connection, y'all. Uh, shout out to Winston with his five uh, NFT presentations and the actual NFT item. That's to give you more perspective. If you're just listening on the podcast, you need to check it out on YouTube. Like, you got to see it to believe it. Like, it's crazy. It blew my mind away when he showed it to me today. So uh, just remember, y'all, make sure y'all follow, share, like our pages on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe so you can be aware when a new episode comes out. Thank you all for joining us. Any, any of the last words, Winston? Uh, man, just this year, you know, it's going to be a little little tougher investing. You know, last couple of years, man, we just throwing money everywhere and making money. So, you know, we're going to get challenged this year. Uh, just, you know, get your investment thesis, you know, your strategy, your conviction, and stick to it, you know. Just just block out the noise. That that would be that would be one of my, my biggest things. Um, and uh, shameless plug here. I am I am doing a promotion, so uh, three dollars for a group session. I'm doing I'm gonna do a group session, like a beginner session. So three dollars. So just contact us, and um, if you want to get in on that session. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. See you in the next episode. We out. Peace. Peace.